Welcome to the Everton Army podcast. My name is John. We're just going to react to our 2-2 draw with Leicester this evening. Um, we've got a full house tonight. Well, near enough. Uh, Lee, Paul, Shane, Andrew and Graham. Um, so we'll, we'll just try and break it down and, and get each other's opinions on what happened through the game. But we'll just start with... Um, well, where where do we start, Paul? Because it was it was hectic, wasn't it? Especially the first half, mate. It was it was all over the place, like. Yeah, the, I don't know. I, I didn't expect much, and then obviously as Everton started the game, so on the front foot, which is unreal. I thought, I, I yeah, we're in for some here. They're up for it. A yeah. long last, the message is home. <laughs> um, yes, I was, I was absolutely made up at the start. Thought it was they were right at it uh, in the faces. Nice yep. fluidity through Garner, I thought, which Onana doesn't bring, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, no. He stops the play. He doesn't let it flow. So that was that was nice to see. And, uh, yeah, we were totally cutting through and real high hopes then. And, and as we're building, you're thinking, yes, you know, this was looking good. Leicester were looking a little bit nervous and didn't start well. So mm. I, was, I, was, I was feeling really confident at that start of the game. And, uh, yeah, we know what happens then. We sort of... Uh, Start to slide off a little bit, and then Leicester starts to come into the game a little bit more. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought the start was brilliant. Really was brilliant. Lovely to see the lads up for it. Um. Yeah. Before long, last did they know that we're we're in a real dogfight here with what now four games to go. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I'm glad that they woke up from the coma they've been in the last few weeks. Um. <laughs> you know what, long last. Yeah. But is it too late? This is the thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't have been happy with the start. I really couldn't. Yeah, no, it was it was a good start. Like, um, bear in mind, we 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 had, you know we had made a good start against Newcastle as well, and just bottled it completely. So, I was a little bit anxious about what what would happen after that. Um, and to be fair, it did look like it was going to go the same way for a large part of that. Like, especially after sort of the crap that was going on with Michael Keane and stuff. But before yeah. the game, like. You know, all of us and, and, you know, some people on Twitter and, and all your friends and all that, we're all screaming for either Cody or Mina to come in. And Dice has just got this stubbornness about him. Like, we've seen the statistic. I can't remember who put it in the group before. It Was it something like, uh, if someone can dig that out for me, I'll be made up. But something, you know, like uh, in the first four games of uh, Dice's tenure, when he played uh, Cody, I think we'd only conceded four. Since then, we've conceded like 18 and 9 or something with Keane there, something ridiculous like that. So I genuinely don't know why he keeps persisting with them. Um, and then to make it worse, you know, Dice is coming out with things before the game, saying, uh, talking about Yeri Mina. I think Mina is a good player. He hasn't played a lot, which is part of my thinking. You've got to be fit and you've got to be active. But before that, bearing in mind, before Michael Keane had made an appearance, Yeri Mina had, had more appearances this season than Michael Keane. So I just don't get that whatsoever. He's just chatting shit, in my opinion. But, um, Lee, you know, we, what did you think of Keane, mate? Because he's just a fucking car crash, isn't he? Yeah, he's a liability, isn't he? It's being kind. Yeah. Now, um, I've just got that stat up. We, we conceded 18 goals in nine games. Yeah. Mental. That he's played. So. Mental. That's 20 oh. now in 10. Yeah. So, they bang on two goals a game. Yeah. I mean, that, unless you're scoring three or four goals a game, that's not going to keep you up. No. So, I think a change is, um, I think a change is needed for Brighton on next Monday because yeah. they've just absolutely tore walls apart 6-0 at the weekend. Yeah. And they're, they're likes of... Um, Matoma and all them, they'll be having a field day looking at Michael Keane in that back line. Big time, mate, big time. Um, it's whether or not, you know, Dice is too stubborn because it looks the way his stubbornness is just getting on my nerves, to be honest. He, he seems I, even more stubborn than Lampard, which is just yeah. unbearable. I think I think Cody's... I, I, I put Cody in because I don't think... I know we see Mina saying I'd, I'd fight, I'd die for this club and all that, but... The man's just, he's a walking injury. He really is. And I, I, I haven't got a problem with Dice not playing Mina, not bringing Cody back in. Someone who's played the bulk of the season had a little wobble, yeah. But I don't blame him for not playing Mina. But I think it's beyond criminal now that Cody's not coming back into this team. Yeah. Especially considering, you know, the nice little bromance that Cody and Tarkowski have got going on. We've seen 
the little clips, you know, with the club where they're interviewing each other over stupid things as well. Um, Shane, even even Tarkowski was a bit suspect, I thought, like, but Keane with that uh, penalty and what have you, Jesus Christ, what what's he doing? Like, he's pointing <clears> to the <throat> ref, like, to his arm, saying it's not on ball, when he's literally pointing to his arm, how thick can you get? He literally thinks yeah. on ball is handball. Yeah, so... Like with the rule where it's like the sleeve line, like you wouldn't have minded if he's putting on his sleeve when he's saying that that's where it is. But mm. even then, even if it was, I think there's still like leeway with the referees that, you know, depending on body shape and stuff like that, that they can still give it because, I mean, when they pulled the clip back before he actually unballs it, his arms are everywhere. He's flailing everywhere as he's running back. Yeah. Um, I think, like, the important thing to point out as well with Keane is, is, like, with that stat, it can be sort of, like, um, like you know, depending on context and stuff. But if you go back and look at them games, I, you've got to say that the majority of them are his fault. It's not that it's, like, a full-back four problem, which, yeah. I mean, it is like, when you step back at it. But those goals conceded that it's not... Um, you know, we're surprised that he's in the squad and those goals are getting conceded because it's his fault in the games. Yeah. Um. I I've always said like he's he's like a Bayther Maguire. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, like, yeah. Like he he has always has that mistake and he never looks comfortable and stuff. But then when it goes to like the second half today, mm. where there was times where we are uh, pinned back and stuff like that, that's when he plays as if you want to call it his best football when he's just literally being told to stand there and just edit the ball out. Because yeah. um, he did look a lot more comfortable in the second half. I think a lot of them did, but um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Meaning I can understand him not getting put in because of the stuff that's come out now with him saying that he's definitely... Le- like Obviously, we haven't offered him a contract, but he said he's... I think he's meant to be going to South America, so... yeah. In my head, if, if the manager's like, well, commitment issues, maybe that he doesn't think he's going to give her as all if he's getting off. Um, but like Lee said, there's no excuse for not putting Cody back in. Yeah, the the problems and mistakes that he made were not big enough or problematic enough to warrant him being out this long. Yeah, it, well, kept kept out the side this long for Keane. No. Which is obviously, um, like you say, is this, this stubbornness that we'll go on through with the stubs, uh, the substitutions and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm quickly fall with with Dyson. Quickly falling out of it. Quick, probably mm. quicker than I did with Lampard in terms of whether he should be staying on at the end of the season, no matter what happens. Um, yeah. It, no, it, it, seems... it took Lampard a while for us to say, Do you know what, we've had enough. But yeah, as you just said, that's a good point. Actually, it's come at that point very, very quickly. Yeah, maybe because it's a, you know, it's a more poignant point of the season in in terms of like where we are and what's going on and stuff. But you know, even if that's the case, that's the point where he's supposedly the better and more um, seasoned coach. Yeah, uh, and he should be getting these things right. The game was screaming out for. You know, legs at the end the way it was end to end, and yeah. I said in the in the group chat as well. Like I think when you're making substitutions in a game like that, it's got to be for me at least seventy seventy five the latest yeah. for mm-hmm. a player to be able to get into the game. Um, and then I think we've seen now it was the same problem with Lampard as well. Mm-hmm. Once it gets past that point, you just know that no one's getting brought on, or like yeah. you you've said before, you know it. It's tough for a player to break his leg for him to make a substitution. Yeah. Well, we don't know he's broke his leg and, and shout out to Coleman as well. Hopefully he's all right because I think looking back it doesn't look as bad. But yeah. Yeah. It's tough for a it's tough for a player to have a major injury like that for him to actually make a substitution. Shocking, mate. Disgraceful. Um Graham, I'll I'll come to you next, mate, um, because as Shane just alluded to there, you know, Dice's stubbornness. We we've seen it with Holgate, we know how that ended up. Um, we've seen it with Godfrey, we know how that ended up, and now we're seeing it with Keane. Um, bearing in mind, Keane's now made 198 appearances for Everton, which is more than Lukaku, Gareth Barry, Richarlison, and Rooney. That's consider when you look at that first goal back, and he's just cowering away from the ball, which is exactly the opposite of what we thought we were getting from Keane and Dyche as a tag team. 
it's just disgraceful, mate. I've had enough of it. Yeah. Um, I was listening to the lads there, making very good points. Things I wanted to touch on. Not going to lie, my, my head's about up my arse. Usually it's quite gone, but I'm not even angry. I'm not my usual. Well, we'll see if a rant comes out, but I, I don't know, mate. I feel sucker punched. Mm. I really feel sucker punched now. I know there's been interaction on the the Twitter and stuff, and, and I'm happy days. We're all for it. We know there's people for, there's people against, and as as there is in most camps, give them time, give them not time. We were sold on a product that would keep us up because of his style. We yeah. were we were sold that we didn't need players because the players that we had could be coached to make a difference. Yeah. Like we're seeing some difference. Yeah, we are. We're attacking, we're attacking a game for 90 minutes. Bar two or three. I'll, yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah, it's fair enough. Is that fair enough? Everyone would, would agree, I suppose. Yeah. This this click, this click nature happens in Sunday League. Mm. Everyone has their favorite players. But are you really that ignorant that you're that you're going to fall on your own sore sword? And you know, there's that stat bouncing around Cody and Keane and stuff too. I'm not I'm not even going to I'm going to mention it, but I'm not going to use it because obviously. Keen's more games, you don't know what happened. You know, that's 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 one of those analogies where my next girlfriend will be better than this one, or you know, where my next well, Carl. We mentioned it before, mate. It, it's an, yeah, after this game tonight. Know. It's now twenty goals in ten games. Exactly. So we're we're conceding to. I wouldn't go as far to say he's as bad as Lampard because that was that was honestly Jack Sparrow coming in on a sunken ship, standing on the top mast. That's what Frank Lampard was. <laughs> you know what I mean? He that that ship was gone, um. But the difference is, and and what was alluded to earlier was, I think until our last breath, I think until the second Bournemouth game, we were all willing to give Lampard a chance for him and Thelwell to knit their philosophy and and actually get something because these players had the jail. Mm. It's scattergun. Sean Dyche with this, as Andrew called it, the. Vahina, we'll, we'll call it for a bit cleaner, but you know, this defensive V, you know, and we all joke calling it the flying V and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't even see our midfield dropping the cover. It's it's like, I mean, albeit, yes, sofa fan, way hey, but you can still see if players are talking, pointing, communicating. I'm not seeing enough of it. No. I've spoken to Paul. Paul, Paul, season ticket holder, he doesn't see enough of it. No. At least that's what I took from our conversation last time. If I'm wrong there, by all means, uh, put yourself right. But they're just, they're not. And I don't know. I just don't know what I'm seeing. This persistence to you, and I haven't been on in a wee bit, this persistence of, persistence of Ben Goffrey. You know, I suppose it's just, I listen to a lot of Everton podcasts, a lot of Everton content. Paul, who used to be on the podcast, me and I'm had it out one time. He says, I've never seen, I don't see why you go on so hard and Ben Godfrey, you know, it's one of those bittersweet. I told you so it's because I want them to succeed. Why, why are you persistent with that? I'm still seeing today on Twitter, people saying we need Ben Godfrey for his pace. You know, what about his defensive attributes? He doesn't have any. And that just shows how bad Dice is set up as I'm not making this about Ben Godfrey. He didn't play. He's injured. I hope he's fit because still if anything, fault. we need options. And he probably still is. It's fault as well. But, <laughs> but, but ultimately Coleman straight back in. I get it. Realistically, Patterson should be on a three-game run where he's where he's feeling better. Patterson, come yep. on tonight. How did he do? He just played like Patterson. He's suspect mm. him behind. If he can get his head up and get a run, then he can he can see that thread for what he's aiming for. He can do quite well. Yep. Excuse me. You you want to let a player like him grow? Actually, you know what? I, I'm not even going to go through them all. I'll just tell you what. Mikalenko is probably the least of our defensive worries in the last two three games. Yeah. Let that sink in. That's yeah. where we are as a defense. Think about mm-hmm. it. Not like it's mental, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Gardner, who I really, really like the who I've liked before and like what I've seen of. Just a couple of wee bits tonight. He wasn't there. I think the occasion got to him. He still needs to grow as a player. He'll stay get leeway. Ghana did a lot of something without doing anything really. Um, Alex Awobi. Don't care about the goal because you expect people to score goals. Absolutely horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. I'm not even going to give it that whole, but he is a centre midfielder playing on the right wing. That's true, and that's home Sean Dyche because he should be playing the playing Demari Gray there. He's a right-footed winger. 
play there. You've got two people come up at Baldy, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Abdullah Corey did not get up to support it off tonight for me. He, ch- he chased things when sort of closing down and stuff, pressing. Fair enough, did that there, but but where were you when it was they're changing? Dwight McNeil. Ladders run the socks off. Fair play to Dwight McNeil. He's yeah, trying to make things he happen. He's well. trying to take shots. He did, you know, so he, and that and I think maybe him and Michael Ink were starting to gel. I think he just realizes how much he has to put on. But again, yeah. you're burning the candle at both ends there. Yeah. Donna Calvert Lewin. He's still rusty. I'll, I'll give him it. People people throwing their phones out the window. Fair enough. I hope your phone breaks. He's trying. He really is. Like he is. But that sitter, absolutely shocking. He mm. needs to be finishing that. Yes, it it neck the center as uh, or center half. If you if you really want to be logical with it, but I'm way past logic with this band of shithouse players. Um you, you folded. You folded and that wasn't good enough. That's probably the first time I've came out and, and gave it to Calvert Lane. This is about as much I'm going to give. So, Jordan Pickford, typical Jordan Pickford, moments of brilliance, moments of what the fuck are you playing at? Um, as I say, mate, I'm just like all the. All I, I know it's like the de- it's like that whole death in a family scenario. And apologies if that brings anything back to anybody who's, who's had a loss recently. But you know, you're expecting, you're expecting it, and and a lot of the guys in this podcast know when we've had private conversations. Sort of made peace with it heartbreakingly a while ago, but like it's, it's nearly like you're watching Everton on their deathbed now. Yeah. This whole standoff from supporters and and club and you know it's the new media wank off. They basically, I'm sorry to say, if it is like they call it now a civil war because it's something they can actually advertise and use. They follow. You know, it's not just a wee snippet. This is going on. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Sky Sports make a background on it. Yeah, fans are doing the right thing. I'm absolutely disgusted with the uh, with the board. Like, keep just drip feeding no, stuff out, and yeah. it's just faltering through. And you can see that. You can see the disconnect now on the pitch. You can, yeah, because they, they just they don't believe in themselves. There's well, that, no. That's belief. actually one of the things that I wanted to bring up. Actually, it, it looks like there's a bit of a you know chemistry that's lacking. And, and Andrew, I'll come to you as well, mate, because. Um, and, and you'll be licking your lips at this bit, but Tarkowski is obviously slagging the rest of the team off, saying, you know, the, the, the forwards need to be scoring more goals. And then DeCorey fires back with one saying, you know, when you when you need when you need players to score, we, we will try, but when you concede that amount of goals, it's difficult. Um, and he's got a point, to be fair. I, I tend to agree. Like, you need to be solidifying the games up more. Like, you can't be leaking this many goals. But is it fair to say that Dyche has maybe lost some of the dressing room already? I want to give Dice credit where it's due. Um, the man is a war criminal and he should be tried by the fucking Hague. Um, <laughs> his continuing to build a defense around Michael goddamn Keane is about a grade of a choice as putting Jimmy Seville in charge of a children's charity. Uh, I am so upset at what I've seen. The no substitutions, the placements. I Obviously, everyone knows it's a joke. I love the idea of Ben Godfrey, but the man is not a right back. He can occasionally do a job inconsistently mm. at left back. Yeah. Same for center back. But yeah. he should be nowhere near the right hand side. He doesn't have it in him. His instincts are all fucking wrong or more wrong. Uh, he just can't do anything of what he does well when he's over there. So he wasn't even yeah. this game who gives a shit. But mm-hmm. leaving tired ass players on when you have an impact sub like Damari Gray available, it will be all right, fair play. He fucked up and then he brought it back just like Keen did a couple games back. Mm. Uh, and he's one of the few that actually has energy for the full 90. So I guess that kind of makes sense. But Keen, yeah. if we did not have Keen in our side, we would probably have four more points right now. Probably. Uh, between a few fair. games. Just to chime in there, yeah, Andrew, again, I'm, I'm not gone. I just, again, well, everybody and their dog, my dog even lifted his head at 70 minutes and said something needs to change here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you said, yeah. fuck up, Ramsey. Fuck up, Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I get told. But, but it was clear for everyone yeah. to see and I get yeah. it. And I, there was like a second one, and there was a push, and Decore nearly got it. Yeah. By the way, Iverson too. It must be something about that name that you can just Jesus Prime Book Fun or what? 
Shambles. But um, just again, yeah, like oh, that stubbornness. Like, what message is that sending to you to the bench? You know, only one force substitution, mm. which yeah. doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't count as a sub because unless it's the wrong no. sub, because um, you're not. It's not tactical. You know, it's 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 born out of a critical situation. So. Again, yeah, look, um, people can be Fordyce to this, that, and the other, but yeah, sort of what John said earlier, this is the last thing I wanted to touch on, was, um, yeah, by all means, we'll, we have to see it out. There's we're four games left. I just put the fixtures on there, just in case anybody had a, had a, a sniff of optimism, just to, to test the resilience. I see two points in them games. So my head is completely cream crackered here, but ultimately... I, I don't I don't care if he's got us up in the championship because then if he does get us up, which which I hope hope happens, then you have to give him a chance again in the Premier League. Hmm. Can't be arsed for that. I so, yeah, last, I'll I'll means, honest, if yeah. that's the worst mindset of an Evertonian, then put yeah. me right in the middle of them. I'll be the face of it because I don't I don't fuck him on that. I'm I'm bored. Mm. I'm bored no. You know what I'm hoping for? Brighton pities us so much and also realizes that if we get relegated, they will get less points next season. <laughs> because they won't get to play us twice. You gotta yeah, pay it forward. Charity, think about it. Charity fair. Yeah. We're fucking Everton Football Club. We're fucking worrying about Brighton and fucking Bournemouth. That's where they have us. We're yeah. fucking Everton Football Club. We're not it's fucking been gone even, for a while, mate. It, fucking, it has. Parts like century. fucking Darren Bent. You people like Darren Bent and fucking radio being all like bigger clubs in Everton got, went down West Ham and Newcastle didn't and they came back so I think they'll be all right. Fuck off. You went to your biggest rival as your biggest move ever and you choked there, you <laughs> fucking bean. So no harm. To you. This I really struggle with this because like, you know, I, I don't know, lads. I'm just, I, I don't want to be the fucking new Everton aren't we guy, but Jesus Christ, we're Everton fucking football club. Hmm. Who is there not someone with a fucking ounce of any sense that can turn around and be like, this is not good for this club? How the fuck has it got to here? Hmm. How has it gotten to this point? Like, fair bias league title still in the Prem. Yeah, fair bias, aren't we? It's pathetic. Mate, there's me. guys in my work doesn't even know Everton won a fucking league title. That's how far gone we are from it all. No, so literally 30 and under, we're irrelevant, hmm. honestly. Might be that. No, I, I totally agree. I think Neville Southall said, didn't he? Every game's a must-win. Why is it like a must-win? Four from the end or five from the end? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're winning leagues, every game is a must-win. What's, what's yeah. this mentality all about? Yeah. What's that all about? It's no, it's stopping me. It's disgraceful. Sorry, too. I wasn't even on the fucking Newcastle reaction, but think that, too. Fans all turned up thinking they're doing their best and, and not there, but they're served up. Mm. I, I wasn't surprised. Like, John, we had a conversation for the game. What analogy did I give? Well, I'm not going, we're not repeating that analogy. <laughs> but, but basically, if so, if you haven't, have you been starved your entire fucking life of, of a certain meal of say steak, and someone gives you steak like they were given at the end of last season, unbelievable. Going through the whole start of this season, they were getting those coach welcomes, you're getting steak every week. So what do you think? How do you think they're going to react? Well, you know what? I haven't gave you it for two months, but I'll, I'll here one more steak. Yeah, this is just fucking playing regular sirloin to me. They go out and fall over because mm. because they can't even they can't even acknowledge that level of fucking you know the desire and stuff coming across because it's not fresh and brand new to these fucking prima donna arseholes. It's just not. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? They're they're just they don't care. No. None of them give a fuck. They, they don't. They don't. And that's the hard truth. Like... Look at him smiling, smiling, cheering. If he had mm. any sort of love for Everton. Yeah. Have had, and you know, yes, you might say that's on his character, but do you really think football players are any different? No. Maybe sausage, wise up. So no, no it's just a, a fucking devastated and absolutely. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know. It's, it's upsetting because the, yeah. the game was there for the taking tonight, and if it's not for you know you to go up in the first, what was it, first twenty minutes to get a nice penalty, and Calvert Lewin does brilliantly by the way for the for the penalty, Coleman. Nice little chip. Calvert-Lewin takes it on the chest and, and it gets flattened. Really nice, really nicely worked. And it's a good penalty as well. But then you're thinking, all right, any other dice team that he's ever had in his life will see this game out with 1-0. And then we capitulate in typical Everton fashion. And then suddenly we're 2-1 down. 
could have been three one if it wasn't for Pickford making the save. And you're thinking, they've done fuck all. Leicester have done absolutely fucking nothing in this game to be in that position, but we've just given right. it to them. Sorry, just the last thing. This is the last thing I'm fucking saying. Cause I'm done talking. But that's another <laughs> thing. You see this whole Sean Dyche came in saying, "Oh, people want to call me this fucking one method manager. That's fine. I'll I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. you can say this." And our perception from the outside is Sean Dice is this, oh no, we'll get nil nils or one alls or, mm. or one nil ones. That's just ignorance. That's like people looking at Everton and saying, what the fuck do you want? What are you crying about? Mm. I'm pretty sure if we got a couple of Burnley fans on here, they'd probably be all, nah, lad, that was a mental appointment. So we shite. If you think otherwise, at Cantavaro on Twitter, have it out with me because he's yep. fucking, he's for now. The only thing that he's got going for him, he's not doing it. Um, and, and it's embarrassing. And, uh, Paul, talk to me about Calvert-Lewin, because although he, he did he did miss a couple of sitters, um, I thought overall his general play was very, very good, and it shows what he brings to the side and the miss that he, that he is when he's out, because you know, he's running into the channels, he's stretching the play, he's bullying defenders. All right, he's a bit rusty in his finishing, but apart from that, mate, I thought he was really, really good. Yeah, I totally enjoyed Calvert-Lewin, but again, it brought home to me what we should have done to the place when Mali was injured. Somebody yeah. similar. If we had about anybody 70% of the way Carver Lewin is a striker up front, mm. we'd have probably had quite a few more points on the board. Yeah. The chemistry's oh. already there, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's the thing that's killing me more. Seeing an effective striker now, you know, probably an half fit Carver Lewin in it. Oh, well, he should be fit the amount of time he's been in doing his, uh, his individual training. But uh, no, it was fantastic to see him. He was in there, he was. Harrying the defenders, running the channels, yeah. winning headers, missing sitters, scoring pens. Just doing everything. Um, but for me, I was just sitting there at one point. I thought, you know what? If only we had, I'd bought that other striker. Yeah. If we had that, you know what I mean? It, it would have been somebody there to finish off a few more. I thought we created a lot of chances, but probably create their own. Uh, so yeah, it pissed me off a little bit more that, yeah. you know, if we go back to that January transfer window again and, Completely yeah, absolutely. It brings them type of things back. Um, seeing what what Calvert Lewin was, you know, was doing as he's getting fitter. At the, it's just coming at the wrong time, isn't it? In terms of you know we're running out of games. Um, yeah, that's what's burning me up more. It's sort of you know we've had to stick it out with more pay. Sims, who yeah, okay, look, he's had a little go on, he, but he, he's never a Premier League player. Um, mm. So seeing that bit, you know, a decent striker up top for the last couple of games, yeah, it's made all the difference. But yeah, yeah, it's just it's just killing um, me that you know. Considering we threw the first six games away without the striker, and then we fucking bring in Mopai afterwards. Exactly, mate. You know what I mean? Look at that! All the points that we've wasted and dropped and lost because yeah. of that, the inept board. And but as I say, you know, yeah, just watching them. So it was, it, it's a bit of sweet one for me. Yeah, yeah. brilliant, absolutely made up with them tonight. Brilliant. Yeah, he missed yeah. the sit there, but he was he was involved in everything good that we had tonight. Um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'm absolutely made up. And, you know, it's got a good record again, Brighton as well. Yeah, yeah. Look, at, it's not over. It really isn't, and if we go like that with the attitude to Brighton, yeah, it is. It is. I'm only joking. It's not over yet. <laughs> well, we had 15 shots in the first half there, and we ended the game with like 23, 24 shots. So we yeah. did create something. So. Do you feel like, and, and this is for everyone as well, do you feel like you've seen enough that we can we can get something out of these games? Fuck no. Yeah. Wrong teams. I Wrong do, teams yeah. coming up. I've, 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 calmed down. I've calmed down, so. Well, yeah, yeah go ahead, yeah. Lee. Tell, tell yeah. us why you think that and uh, that will continue we... in the next game. I listened to the last few pods because I haven't been on myself for a while and even on Twitter and that and other podcasts, everyone's been saying they need to go for it. You can't say that Dice didn't set that team up tonight to have a go. Yes, you can moan at the lack of subs, which is a big concern. Mm. But to have 23 shots on goal away to Leicester, when about two months ago we couldn't even fucking muster two, four shots in three games. Yeah. Wasn't there a stage under Lampard where we played like Tottenham and two other teams and we only had like one shot on goal? Yeah, yeah. In three games, and we just had 23. Yeah. So there, there is enough there. It's just we've got to sort out these silly mistakes in defence, which I think is simply resolved by taking Keane out and putting <laughs> a fucking Keane Coley in back in. 
Yeah, I know. I, I agree, mate. Yeah, just. Well, I do, I do think there's enough there, especially yeah. if we Calvert Lewin stays fit, because you you seen there he, he had two there two centre halves didn't know what to do with him. No, I'm looking at stats here. It said he only won seven out of eighteen aerial duels, and that's an absolute lie because he must have won about fifteen headers. Yeah. Every no, editor he went up for virtually one. So, yeah. but Lee, Lee, I do get what you're saying, and thank God you're bringing a bit of sense with me bringing a bit of shade. But <laughs> it's the consistency. Yeah, well, that's, that's the word for me. There's so the problem for the last two, two and a half years now, hasn't it, Graham? Since you know, you're talking the back end of Ancelotti's season, yeah. where we just we were awful, home and, and away. Before Ancelotti, yeah. it was like the last time we had those sort of numbers and attack in any consistent form was ten years was ago. Roberto Martinez, you know what I mean. So it's like you just don't you don't know what you're getting, and I'm just tired of that. And yes, mm-hmm. I forgot and ranted there earlier, and that's not be the last time. But yeah, I just, I just don't know what we're going to get. But what I think one thing's for certain that we're better. Calvert Lewin's good. Here's here's a positive. There's 180 minutes now of Dominic Calvert Lewin, and you know what? He's looked sharp and he's really threaded our yeah. attacking. Whether you think that he should be collecting every ball, even that's bouncing away from him and, and not get, you know, and, and taking it through for a shot, if that is your expectations. Hmm. But the way we sort of transitioned and broke, and, and you've seen a few players have sort of, they're up to speed with his movement, yeah. you know. So maybe. I just think we're lacking some too, though, on Michalenko. Dwight McNeil's game in the last three, four games, has really came inside. He's always talking like a number 10, the same mm-hmm. way to Mike Graywood. And we're just lacking. We're just lacking a fullback, it's so, which is a shame because yeah. all that space is there to be exploited. That's why yeah. I thought Gray would have been great coming on for a Wobie because he was thinking the place out. Yeah. And he would have pulled them. He would have pulled Leicester inside. The fans anyway hate him. Just purely be, well, they're set up for the championship too. You know, mm-hmm. they play music when they score. They, they have clapper things. <laughs> they... <laughs> they, they scream at their goalkeeper when he hits a goal kick. They're, they're fully set up for the championship. You know, they have uh, the biggest bunch of Tory game fans going. So yeah. why not? You know, but I, I just thought there was so much there. You know what I mean? Of course, Dice isn't going to be out. I don't want Dice out. I'll see this out and see what I happens. I, I'm just tired of it. It needs to change. Or it was never my. It was an Everton manager, but he's not my manager. He never was, and he never will be realistically. Unless yeah. he won the cup, but it's things like that. I, I just can't get over it. I really can't. Mental. But Lee Lee makes we're a good com- point. Where there's progression. The problem is we're, we're progressing in departments while we're regressing in the results yeah. thing, and that's yeah, that's not a seesaw I want to be on. No. Just just we could score three. Go on, Andrew. We could score three the next two games, and we will still lose by two in both of those games. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, it's kind of funny, but I'm not joking. No, yeah, we can actually break through, but mm-hmm. we will not keep those two teams out. No mm-hmm. fucking chance. They move the ball too well for Keane to get his massive boulder like skull around. I keep yeah. seeing him maybe cement blocks on his feet. I'm actually starting to see it when I'm watching Everton. Yeah, oh, it's, Lord, I mean, actually, it's absolutely disgraceful. Bad. That that first goal, I just can't get my head around it. Like the, the cowering away that, that he done, he was shying away from the block. Six foot five meter like him, he should be throwing himself at it. I just don't get it. He's a shit house. And Tarkowski as well is another one. Is can we talk about his passing for a minute? Because he's fucking diabolical at passing the ball of late. He, he's just fucking just passing it straight to the nearest guy, and they're on the attack again. And not to mention, there's a big gap in between them that you can get a bust through. I just don't get it. It's weird. Um. Shane, I'll come to you on a Wobie, mate, because I'll, I'm going to mute Graham for 10 minutes while you go on a, off a, a Wobie. <laughs> but uh, I thought he was fucking dog shit, I'll be honest. All right, he scored the goal, and, and even then he fluffed that. He side-footed it, but still, it went in. Um, but his overall game tonight was diabolic, and uh, Chicago Dave made a nice point. He was passing it sideways, playing a square ball on the counter-attack, which is just pathetic. Yeah, he... He seems to just slow the game down. Any time that we were in transition and we were getting forward, yeah, like the cut, even like the commentators were saying, like he he's holding on to the ball that long that Leicester are getting back, and then yeah. everybody's back in shape. Yeah, 
Um, and then there was a few times where he's got people running, like Decore running off him and stuff like that. And then he goes to have a shot that gets deflected and goes out for a corner. Great, you're getting a corner, but yeah, um, I don't know. You you can you can call him a centre mid, or you, if he wants to call himself that. But it's like, yeah, fair enough. He scored the goal, like you say. But then you know the mistakes he makes and stuff like that. I don't, it's it's frustrating. Um. And I don't think, you know, if you'd had any other half-decent players in there, he wouldn't have a position in the squad. No. Well, we were saying a few weeks ago, mate, you know, should he get a new deal and stuff like that? I think I've changed my mind. I don't think he should be given a new deal. No. No. Because, um, like, like I say, if, if you'd had any half-decent, like, right mid or anything like that, they, they get in over him. Gray should be starting over him. Yeah. Um. He's he's not creative and doesn't have the num- enough numbers for him to be a ten. And yeah. then as an eight, he just looks like a deer in headlights when he gets the ball. He's like he, he tries to break away, and then it's just like he, he's just panicking, like he doesn't know what to do with the ball, and that that leads him to be running with the ball, and then he gets stuck with it. Then and then we we end up getting caught out with it. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's it's silly, like it really is. Um, the core, I thought he he was running around. He Obviously brings that energy, but at the same time he's running nowhere. Sometimes Paulie's just running into a blind alley. He's just, and every time he, he closes a defender down, he's always three yards too late where they can just pass it around them, and then there's a big space in midfield. So I don't know what to make of Decore. Yeah, frustrating. I think he's an absolutely frustrating player. Just literally, I think you, you, you nailed it there. He just, I don't think he quite knows where he's playing. Is he off no. Carver Lewin? Is he covering the left side? Is he in midfield? field and then you see yeah. him running over by right back then we're on the break and he's 10 yards behind play yeah he's like what 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 the freaking hell are you it? i don't mind the corey no that shot the keeper pulled off the save it was a cracking shot it was left foot yeah, it was nice, yeah. he sort of leveled that but yeah he's, he's frustrating I, I understand i don't understand what his position is yeah he's, he's got energy so he runs a lot mm. but technically on the ball he's abysmal um, yeah, yeah. It's passing, um, quite like a Wobies. I think mm. we've we've laughed, haven't we, a few times? You know, we're lucky to string three to five passes together. Um, yeah. and he's one of the catalysts for that in terms of giving the ball away. Um, a Wobie obviously is the same. You know, these short passes and then moving. I don't know. I think they're thinking ahead. Oh, I'll do a short pass and then make the run, but they're just giving it to the opposition. So yeah. Yeah, it's they just lack in all departments, to be honest with you, John. I'd, I'd see both of them walk out the end of the season, no issue. I wouldn't be giving to Corey a new contract either. Yeah. Um, you know, no, I think at the end of the season, there's, there's 200 grand a week or something like that to be saved. Yeah. Um, sorry, mate, that, both of them can walk as far as I'm concerned. I mean, if we go down, there's probably only three players realistically I'd, I'd keep, even mm. barring the ones that'd be going anyway. Apart from like, Pickford and Calvert-Lewin, who's the third one? I'd probably keep Garner only because I haven't seen that much of him down in the championship. I'd probably keep hold of him. Um, and I'm speaking in the tense of going down because yeah. I do think we'll get caught this year. I think the writing's has been on the wall um, without being too negative. Yeah, the often puff tonight. But yeah. if you look at it, really, the same mistakes are there, John. So we're, we're always going to gift the opposition a chance. We do that to Brighton there. We'll get slaughtered, won't we? Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We give Brighton half of what we give Leicester tonight. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a Leicester without confidence. If we do that with Brighton, whose tails are up, bomb and forward, then that's four or five gonna go in the back of the net there. No problem. Easy, easy. So, I, I've I've now received ninety nine percent of this squad get binned. You know we're we're gonna be lucky to get rid of half of it. I think um, carrying that wage bill down into the championship. But to Corey for me, yeah, he's okay. Mm. Certainly, he's not the type of player I want to be seeing in a blue shirt beyond this season. No. One of many. I don't know no. what he is. I don't know what he brings. I really don't. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that, mate. Um, just all over the place, really. Uh, I do want to mention Coleman, as Shane said before as well, because that it doesn't look a, it looks a bad one. To be fair, it, it wasn't a nice thing to look at, and the fucking cameras were showing it over and over and over again. If it is a bad one, that's just distasteful, in my opinion. Like, what are you doing? But at the same time, that's another pass from Michael Keane, sold him short, and Sumari comes flying in really, really late. Um, I think that's a red card myself. I don't know how you feel. <clears throat> uh, yeah, could have been. Um don't know, but I do know it was a Michael Keane pass. Yep. So, 
a hospital bulk and keen yeah caused that but it's, it's a massive blow i think uh you've seen as well after coleman went off the team were rocked they were notably lacking a leader yeah something that we lack in this team um not much more you can say on it i don't think we're going to see coleman again this season sadly no. it's, it's um, contracts up at the end of the season as well that makes even more sense now to put cody in because he's a leader yeah if you're like Patterson. yeah yeah well, Cody has actually Cody captained Nina. us this season. You know, he has actually been the captain, like under Lampard. And Andrew, did you want to touch on something else there as well? I was going to say Cody and Mina would be my back too right now. See if yeah. Cody's back in his right head space because he did need sitting, honestly. He had a yeah. couple of bad games on the bounce, but I think that needed like a confident sit, not fuck you, Keane is the guy now. <laughs> that kind of sit. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that, that's fair too because you know what? I think Tarkovsky's starting to look exhausted. He's looking yeah. jaded. And you know what? Yeah. The first sign of madness is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Mm. Change that yeah. line. Change that line. And because... Mina can latch onto headers too. Like Mina yeah, can, offers yeah. us something in offense yeah. that none of the other ones do outside of, you know, some cosmic accident like Keane. Well, well, Keane's good in the air, but it's everything else around him for me. It's, but Mina has everything else. So literally, Mina would be attacking it for me, and you would get Cody, where he is quite limited in a lot of his defensive duties. Yeah, I don't think that's that's too critical to say, but he will lead that line. He can coach Patterson, so we can aid him through the game. Yeah, you know, I think part of Patterson being kept out could potentially be that he knows Michael King isn't the leader. Mm. He's not someone who will who will coach and stay in position and 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 bark the ear off a player that needs to be that would do Patterson good. Yeah. So I don't know going forward, but again, going forward, what do we do? There's not really much more we can say on it, but just just on the Awobi thing, and I'm, I'm I'm not defending him, I'm just calling facts. But he is a centre midfielder. Yeah. No, no, but he, look, he is a centre midfielder. It's on dice. That is a Awobi shirt on right now, by the way. Yeah, my dreadlock hat as well. Even if he is, though, he's not a good one. No, but he, but even they say though he's not creating things. He was it was it was the third, well, second most creative player up until October, November in the league. So. Yeah. I think that's unfair. You've seen the good of him. You've seen that he's not a right midfielder. I'm not. I'm not defending him. He was I already said in this poll here. He was absolutely shite earlier. Mm. Um, he has been, and he shouldn't be playing out of position. If there's any position he should have been playing out of position mm. in, it should have been right back instead yeah. of Godfrey and Holgate, realistically, yeah. with Gray in mm. front of him. That's a good so, show, yeah. But again, that's just another feeling. Again, from Dice, how he you not feeling that? Dice shouldn't he saying, listen. But it, it, it plays into this mindset of do you just want someone that's I wouldn't really call it will be physical, but he's not soft. But a case mm-hmm. of do you just want people who can be a physical presence rather than actually try and play the game on the deck and have ability? Because Demari Gray is going to want that baldy feet. And yeah. as as infuriating as he can be, yes. Um he I is, he is, he is an out and out winger. Well, well, this is it. And this is where people will, will argue, do you want it? Do you, don't you want it? I just don't like what I'm seeing. I just don't. It's not enjoyable. Mm. It's just not enjoyable. Yeah. And I, you know what? People can say it's only been this long. If, if, if that's how you feel, fair enough. I am not the old beat. I'm just saying for myself, sick and tired of making excuses for this shite, shite, style of football that we've we've been given since mm. Martinez's first season even on yeah. Ancelotti let, let's not uh, let, let's not try and pull wool over anyone's eyes football was diabolical but we were getting ones so you don't care you knew how you to take, defend no, you, you take the, you take a full season of one nil ones with some of the shittiest football ever mm. but ultimately we're getting the shit football with poor results so yeah well, when Dice got sacked last season, he had four wins in thirty games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's disgraceful. It's not good enough. And just again, an, uh, just a quick one then. If you bring in Cody and Mina in, yeah, who's playing left side centre half? Because neither of them can play there. Yeah, you mean it, play there. Mina can play there. Mina doesn't matter only because they'd probably just be as bad. Let's face it. Let's not yeah. let on. You know, let let's not fall into that. Uh, that hole in the ground we we spiked toothbrushes that the players in our bench are better than the ones that are there it's a shit mm. shit squad it's a shite squad it's a shit legacy that Mashiri's left us with yeah it's uh 
I see him again right too. You know, with his influence, it, it's it's atrocious. It's absolutely atrocious. No matter if you think Calvert Lewin's good or not, personally, mm. I think he's our best centre forward. I don't think it's hard. He's our best centre forward we've had since Lukaku, and that's including Rooney's Everton years. But yep. um, ultimately, he, he was bought just for, because David Unsworth had remember he had that budget for two years in the under twenty ones, yep. and it was to, to get him in because he, he was just transitioning from a right midfielder to to yep. centre forward. So that was mm. a fluke. So what they've given us, horrendous. Yeah. Absolutely. I think about a 3-5-2. 3-5-2, yeah. uh, Miko, Mina, Cody. From well, that's where we'll look stupid. Well, I will anyway, because I think it will be, but flourish in that role. Yeah. yeah, Possibly. But we'll the right-hand side, McNeil on the left, yeah. Life has got nothing between the ears but a brick. So, um, <laughs> I mean, we've got four games left, as you said before. So, uh, I personally, I, I think it's I think it's too much to ask now. Um, I think that was a must-win tonight. Um, we're sitting in nineteenth place right now, so I don't I don't really want to put it under the bus and just say will we stay up, yes or no. But general thoughts overall, do you feel like it's a bit late? And this is for everybody as well. Do you feel like we've left it too late now? Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it's too late, but at the same time, for all me moaning and rants and the sad and all, I can't give up hope. You know, for no, everything, give up hope. Toxic, but... For everything that's toxic, I, yeah, I'm not saying I'm just. From a personal perspective, mm. but for every, everything that's that's bad in this club, it's just something about Goodison Park, the fans, that badge, nothing else. Yeah. Something about those three things. Hopefully, hopefully, it has it has an ability to pull out miracles. Mm. You're hoping there's one more up its sleeve. Yeah, hopefully, mate. Hoping and praying, and um, yeah, that's all we can do really at this point. That is literally all we can do. Um, yeah, I don't think we'll stay up. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've no there's about three generations of Evertonians. I've never watched anything but tough life football. But there's just something something about it. I mean, Leeds and Forest is running are a lot harder than us. And I know we've got to play Brighton and City, but they have got they've got a twat of a running compared mm-hmm. to us. Um, and the way Leeds played at the weekend mm. I mean they're shipping goals and they can't score at least we're looking like we can't score while we're still shipping goals but they don't look like they're going to score many goals no that's yeah, fair to go. That's hurt. That's very we fair. went to Bournemouth in December when they were on a, a little bit of a run mm. I mean they just got absolutely pummeled by Bournemouth they got pummeled by Liverpool they got pummeled by Palace I think they conceded is it 14 goals in the last three games or something like that? Is it, yeah. My little clinging on of hope is that Forrest and Leeds are not as I don't think they're miles better than us. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's that's a nice I'm... little positivity. Go ahead, Andrew. Oh, well, I would I would pee all over that, would be my final statement. Uh I'm <laughs> at that moment in Snatch where Mickey lands that Falcon punch at the end. Yeah. And Turkish goes, now we are fucked. Mm. This is where I'm at right now when we didn't yeah. win this game. Yeah, it's very much a split camp here. Um, <laughs> that's all I'll say. But yeah, all we can do is just hope and pray. Um, what do you think, John? I think we're going down. I've said it. There we go. Come at me. I, I do. I, I think it's too late. Um, I just, I don't know. Brighton away, Man City. Like if if we're leaving it for Wolves away, bear in the mind it is an away game. Whether you like it, whether it's against Wolves or not, we can play fucking Rotherham away and it'll still be tough. It doesn't matter. Like and then Bournemouth last day, I just feel it's a bit too much. Like I really do. Considering we haven't won a game now since the eleventh of March, I just yeah, it's too much for me. So yeah, I don't know. I hope they prove me wrong and. I'll leave the pod and retire. But you know, there we go. Thanks everyone for joining me and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Right, lads. I just want to bend your ear for a wee second here. Do you remember a certain Turkish centre forward that played for Everton? Remember the training photos through the week you would see and it was just like hair and scalp? And people used to be like, Jesus, look at that. Well, they see your three-pronged attack. See if you don't look after it. That's basically what it looks like. Not very nice.
<laughs> but um, that's why over at Manscaped, we have the performance package. Now, guys, this is the real deal. I'm not even joking. This thing just can get in everywhere. It really, really can. And it does not leave chafing. Have you ever messed about and used hair removal cream or you've used a premium razor thinking this will be great and then it feels like you get sandpaper on the inside of your thighs and elsewhere for the rest of the week? Well, this thing eliminates that. I'm not even joking. It feels so smooth after the cut and even on the grow back, it does not wreck um, I've also got the Crop Reviver, which can give your balls basically a fantastic boost. And as you walk around all day, it's it feels great. That's the best way to put it. Um, also, the Crop Preserver straight after a cut, and I tell you, it just feels good, settles everything down, and just gives you that musky man smell, you know, so you can just feel confident beating around all day with your nice shaven Tommy Gravis and Lee Carsley combo. So guys, if you order from Manscaped, you can use our code EAW20 and you can get 20% off your order and free postage worldwide. So please, once again, listen in if you'd like to support the podcast. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Aren't We podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family, and maybe even Evertonians you just meet in the street. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching EAW Podcast. And if you've anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at the EAWPodcast at gmail.com.